Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona. And, and the, the world, world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Special day. Why is that? Because Cannabis Kid is in the house. Hello, everybody. It's always a special day when I'm in the house. Yeah. Lately. Yeah. At all. At all. It's good to be here. Ellen's in our dream room today. What up, Eeg? What's I think Snoop Dogg and Mark are back there, too. Maybe they might be baking. Oh, they're baking, all right. <laughs> maybe, maybe Martha will hand out the treats later. <laughs> oh, good times. Good times. Welcome yeah. to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. Oh my God, it's September fourth already. Do you believe it? What does that mean? That means Christmas is coming. Yes, it means Christmas time. Oh. Yep. But up it is Christmas time. Oh my god. How many days? September, October, November. You guys got like less than ninety days to get yeah. your shit together. <laughs> yeah, it is something like that. So well, maybe, 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 maybe. A little over 100, 90 days. 100 days. Under 100. We'll say 100 days. You got 100 yeah. days left. But you know what is in the air? Halloween. <gasps> Halloween is in the air. No, y'all know. I love a lot of the holidays when they start coming up and things like that because I think it gets people really excited. It gives them something to look forward to. There's um, They get really either creative, like their creative side comes out, or you know, even with barbecues, like people with Labor Day and Memorial Day, and we have, you know, even Fourth of July. It's it's an excitement. Well, people are getting together and smoking tons of weed too. (laughs) They are. That has been a part of a couple barbecues I've gone to. Um, You know, where you bring uh, you bring a celebration. Bring your own order. It's you know. 
Uh, it's like a bottle of wine smoke when you think about it. Smoke yeah. Smoke mm-hmm. right. Get in the exactly. pool, have a little cocktail, and you're hanging out, and then you eat. Done. Oh. And then, you know, you, you head home. Food's our favorite around here. We love food. But, um, it's becoming more of a celebratory thing. It's more yeah. of a thing. Not even celebratory. Oh. It's just so yeah. It's just like, hey, you want to smoke some weed? Sure, let's do it. Yeah. Well, I love it where it takes people, um, because it opens up their mind. They even like even that even um, introvert person. It brings them out of their shell. Mm -hmm. It can Um, possibly can. It can absolutely. Um, Or you know that extrovert, (laughs) it it calms them down to where people can talk to them a little bit easier. Yes, sir. Uh huh. Yes, sir. (laughs) For those with a little bit too much energy. (laughs) (laughs) Got to reel it in. True. Um, and I noticed that some people just can't handle that energy, but it's okay still. They just No. But you know what I like to do now? Uh-huh. Just drive to the Target parking lot and watch people come in and out. They're so mad and it's so funny. <laughs> because they're yelling at each other. Oh, we have to get this. Uh-huh. This is that. Uh-huh. Oh, it's, I just. I don't have to do that. So I just, <laughs> that's exactly, I get that big smile on my face. I'm like, I'm happy to do this. If I want to. <clears throat> right. But I get gifts for people when I want oh, to. true. Yay! That's another one I do. Um, I take that one on and I'm. Yeah, I'm gifts try, are I'm, fun for whenever. Yeah, for whenever. Whenever. It doesn't have to be. I mean, we literally, though, thank you, Hallmark, for giving us the last couple months. We got August. September and October off for basically having to buy gifts for people unless it's a birthday. But there's no holiday in August. Labor Day and Halloween. And basic, and even November. Thanksgiving, right. people don't really dish out gifts for Thanksgiving. It's the Christmas that gets you. Right. Christmas gets you. So basically there's four months for you to save up and get to your local Hallmark store. <laughs> I have a hard time giving cards. Like, cards are hard for me. Because I'm like, I would rather put that towards more your gift than the card. You just don't want to write in the card. Uh, it's like, you find something. And I know people get to pay the big bucks, you know, for writing some of these. Things. Oh, they do. There's some good ones out there. There are. There are some really there good really ones out there. There really are. I stand and laugh when I have my readers on. <laughs> and I get it. But do you think it should cost as much as a book? Or the gift itself? Or the gift. <laughs> yeah, or the it, gift itself. Uh, no. No. It I, I cost just, more and I agree. There's, there's the whole, where's it? The shoebox card. I, don't I just go for the funny cards. I just want the funniest thing that I can find because if I'm going to spend five bucks on something, it better make you laugh. <laughs> better make, leave a lasting impression. It should. And this, folks, has been a lesson on finance. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I didn't. <laughs> what are y'all smoking out there? Hello, Grand Island. Hi, Grand Island. Take Can't wait until you're here. Woo, woo. Soon. Very soon. soon. Leaving. Yeah. You'll be here soon. Yeah. Um, soon. So, all right, Tate Butler. Faster than you. <gasps> yeah. All right. We'd say Wednesday. I'm just so excited. I don't even know what to do or what, what story to tell you about. Or I think we're still reading the initiative on air. And, we are. Oh, you know what? We were at the Hoko Festival this weekend. And we oh, did. Were? Um, we were on the CBD panel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We 
watching our website or Google? Like Candace, kid, you're so out of touch. You just got to get back in the game. Man. You are out of the game. Yeah, so um, we were down there with uh, Dr. Heather Moroso and Victor Pucci. And, yeah, and we did a whole panel. Um, yeah, on CBD. So we did it. So awesome. It was awesome. It was a really great thing to do. There was a nice a little crowd, that you and that's exactly people. what we talked about. And um, it was fantastic because we got to answer some really neat questions. And um, a lot of people yeah, had a lot of questions. And people it. had a lot of questions, just coming from other states, especially like coming from Oregon and different places where it is legal now. It's hard. It's not. Well, it's not hard. They just want to know what our system's like and and how it really is. Um, and <laughs> And the products that are popping up. Yeah. I mean, there are so many places out there that you can you can get it at. So many. You can get it anywhere now. Exactly. One of the things we were talking about was testing. Uh, yes. And um, what's in it? They, you know, people want to know what's in their CBD or what is CBD and what's in can- what's in their cannabis. And we we're talking about the importance of all that because you really need to know what's in there. Um, and, and there's still so much science going on and new things we're learning and there's just a lot out there. There, Yeah. So that was a lot of fun. Thank you for, uh, having us earth healing. <clears throat> they were there a whole weekend. We just did the, I just went down to do the CBD right. panel, um, pass out some tumbleweed flyers and things. Okay. Yeah. Hang out. Hi, Florence. And what time was that? Sorry was that? about your hand. It, was it all day? Be careful on Saturday. Chicken around there. I think. Um, I think it was like Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And there's okay. another one. There's another big music festival coming up. And um, so yeah, lots going on. That's awesome. Yeah, lots going on. Um, what else? We had a yeah. We've had some really neat things at the center happening, and we're open seven days a week for certifications and we didn't raise our prices there are a lot of certification centers out there that raise their prices because now the cards are good for two years and it's really surprising because arizona didn't the state of arizona didn't raise their prices and they're not having Mm -hmm. to do anything different so who knows um but come down and see us we will take walk-ins monday through friday Saturday and Sunday, it's a little harder because we just have one doctor on the weekends, on Saturday and Sunday. But we have two doctors during the week, which is a good thing, Monday through Friday. We have two doctors now. So you can come down and walk-ins can get in and get seen um, pretty easily. And those with their scheduled appointments can get seen as well. So check it out. Go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com and check out the certifications page. If you want to know what you can get your card for or how much everything is or where we are, if you want to contact us, there's a groovy little button. You just click it. It says contact us. <laughs> um, and then it shoots us an email. But don't forget to write something in the body of the email. Because oftentimes we just get someone that hit the button and completed most of what they were supposed to do, but they didn't write a question. Write us a question and we'll answer Sweeping smoothies, you know. Mm-hmm. And I've been so absent-minded myself lately, so I can't blame anyone for doing anything wonky these days because Seriously. I'm just oh. Just <laughs> Anywho, um, if you want to get certified and you are in the Tucson area, come on down to Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Um, we are right on that little frontage road there, next to Frontier Dental and. Farmers Insurance is down the way. Um, if you have PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, 
HIV, Hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, uh, cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can also email thctucson at gmail.com. Um, go right to the website and click on those all the fun links. And if you want to be on the show, you can call us at 646-915-8421. And I put a little link to um, – I put a call button up there at the beginning – at the top of our um, – our radio show section, and he just says, call us, and they can call us live right now during the show. That's great. Yeah. We love to hear from people. Mm-hmm. Questions, comments, stories. Concerns. Ooh, stories. We love stories. We really do love story time. It's a really good time. Um, 73 degrees. That is not even fair on Grand Island. That is a beautiful, a magical beautiful day. day. Wow. Wow, take the 90. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For everybody here. Yeah. This is 105 today. It is. I'm not saying. I'm not saying, but, but I'm saying. It's over saying. All right, so I don't even know what to have to prepare today except for the um, except for the initiative that we were reading. Um, but we're going to check yeah. out azmarijuana.com. Oh, you know what? We need to give a shout out to the grower's house. At 3635 East 34th Street, if you want to grow anything, I'm really excited. I'm getting ready to um, put a whole lot of vegetables and um, fruits and herbs and plants and things in the in the ground. I'm getting ready to do some indoor planting, I think. This summer. Okay. Yeah. Grow my own lettuce, cucumbers, right. onions, things like that. Go pick a salad if I want. You know, uh-huh. just uh-huh. try it out. Might even go an LED route. Ooh. See what happens. I've been sending you stuff. Anytime I'm, I say anything about growing, I know it's good stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, it's if we were really smart about this planet, um, we would be growing more of our own food. Yeah. Individually, because individually, we have enough space in our properties. Most people who own or rent a home have enough space in their backyard to actually grow their own food. And it's really, really possible, and it's really, really something that everybody should just really look into, you know? Sustainable living. Yeah, that's not right. There's lots of things that are going to become unavailable um, because of certain situations and um, political or not. Um, things are going to become unavailable to us, so I'm going to start an avocado tree. Yep. How you like that? So there's always going to be guacamole at Bell's house? There's always going to be guacamole at Bell's house. <gasps> Ooh, B-L-T-A. 
the black. The black. black. I like my black. Those are awesome. Yeah, they are awesome. I'm not so sure about the tomatoes, though. They have to be just right. Oh, God, they have to be spot on. Bacon has to Um, be crispy. Yeah, crispy bacon. I've gotten really disappointed more and more. My dad used to do these. He used to grow his own. Yeah. Homegrown tomatoes. Homegrown, so, so good. Like you just you go to the store and I don't even waste money. Like water. I hate, uh, the yeah. only thing I get are those little cherry tomatoes because at least mm. they have art. Maybe they have artificial flavoring in them, but I don't care right now. Cherry tomatoes with artificial flavoring. You get the organic ones. You're being silly. Go in the pottery barn and eating the decoration. I don't care. I just can't find my tomato. And I'm not really even a big tomato fan anyway, except for when I order pizza, I get extra sauce. <laughs> I mean, you know. That's different. That's on a whole other level. It is on a whole other level. That, that stuff's like that's soft. Flavored sauce. Oh, that's flavored sauce. That's mm-hmm. that's soft stuff. Oh, yeah. So this is the cool thing about um, the new. I got a new computer, and I just logged myself and logged myself back in really quickly. Um, I also want to give a shout out to uh, Canada Health Online Digital Magazine. Don't go anywhere. And check this out. Okay, let's try that again. Check it out. (laughs) Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals, profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. That's right. Go clap for Canna Health. All right. So let's do a little reading. Let's read some news. Tell everybody about what's going on out there. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, <laughs> this is, I love this, the irony. D.C. <laughs> now accepts medical marijuana patient cards from 27 states. D.C. Let's read about it. Oh, boy. All right. Our nation's capital. Look at that pretty picture. Washington, D.C. has been highly selective as to which out-of-state medical marijuana patient cards it will accept. Fortunately, the district just increased the list from 19 to 27. Wow. And more states are being considered. Eventually, Washington, D.C. could become fully reciprocating. But For now, it's being careful as to which medical marijuana patients it will serve from across the country, curbed D.C. reported. According to Mayor Muriel Bowser, the move is an attempt to put more focus on patients. Leaders in D.C., including Bowser, are pushing to legalize recreational marijuana and see the expansion of medical marijuana access as a step toward full legalization. It ensures medical marijuana patients from other states can obtain their needed medicine, Bowser said. It will also promote public safety by allowing visitors to obtain their medicine at one of the district's six, soon to be seven, authorized dispensaries, rather than forcing them to go without or patronizing the illegal market. Medical marijuana patients from these states can now use their cards in D.C. All right, we made the list. Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Florida, Hawaii, Illinois, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Montana, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, New York, North Dakota, 
Ohio, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Washington State, and Vermont. Louisiana, Minnesota, Oklahoma, and West Virginia are currently being considered. Amazing. It is amazing. Uh, they should all be allowed. Uh, the reason we don't, this, this, well, so Arizona's uh, reciprocatory, reciprocal, mm-hmm. if um, you have your card, you can have medicine here, but you can't go to a dispensary and buy it yet. Yeah. I know that they're working hard to get everybody on the same, um, the cards all on a, uh, yeah. Where everything Everybody can, be appro- can yeah. be approved. But their Arizona's thing is, well, we don't, um, we can't approve it if their conditions aren't the same as ours. And that's really, oh. that's weird, a weird one. Yeah, well, each state has a different allows different conditions. California will allow anything you want to allow. I laughed yesterday. <laughs> well, we don't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, how much? Ten pounds a week. Sweet. You know, it's like okay, give me your thirty-five dollars. Smile. You have glaucoma too. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's that plus ten. Oh yeah. That. Oh wow. Oh, why are you here? Uh-huh. It was just that ankle pain that you had last week. Yes, ankle pain. Well, and you can't have chronic Great. Great. ankle no, pain. I get of, course. It. of course, of course. So you know. Um. Okay, so we've heard a lot of things about vaping. Mm-hmm. Right. So Milwaukee issues an urgent warning against vaping after recent string of hospitalizations. They're they're finding young persons, 18s in the teens, early 20s, and their lungs are closing up mm. and just stopping, and they can't breathe and they're dying. Um, things How bad weird. things happening from not safe vape. Uh-huh. Health officials in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, issued an alert on Wednesday that urged residents of the city to stop vaping due to a rash of recent hospitalizations. In a health alert released by the city of Milwaukee Health Department, cannabis consumers were warned not to vape. Residents are again strongly encouraged to not utilize any THC product containing e-liquid, the health alert reads. Mm-hmm. The health department reported <clears throat> that as of Wednesday, 16 individuals in 10 Wisconsin counties have been hospitalized with chemical pneumonia, an inflammation of the lungs that's caused by the inhalation of irritants. All of the patients had dabbed or vape marijuana products in the weeks or months prior to being hospitalized, although no specifics on the cannabis vapes involved in the illnesses were given. Commissioner of Health Dr. Jeanette Kowalik said that the risks associated with vaping cannabis or nicotine are not yet fully understood. Um, we continue to learn more about the health effects. Oh, I've got an ad coming in. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> we continue to learn more about the health effects associated with e-cigarettes, she said, as the public health authority for the city. The MHD is committed to protecting the public from the dangers of secondhand exposure. Milwaukee Alderman Michael J. Murphy, the co-chair of the Milwaukee County Heroin Opioid Cocaine Task Force, said that despite Commonly held belief, vaping is not a safe, uh, not a safe alternative to avoid, uh, oh, to smoking. As someone who has worked diligently to eliminate access to tobacco and e-cigarettes among youth, I urge residents to pay close attention to the poor health effects from using these products, said Murphy. The CDC is investigating nearly 200 cases of vape lungs, they call it. Last week, the center's 
For disease control and prevention, CDC announced that at least 193 cases of severe lung illness possibly associated with vaping had been reported in 22 states in the past two months. The first death associated to the rash of illnesses related to vaping was reported in Illinois last week. The CDC reported that although a cause had not yet been identified, the available evidence suggests that infectious disease is not responsible for the illnesses. All of the affected people had reported using e-cigarette or THC vaping devices, but specific products have not been identified as a potential cause of the sickness. Thomas Hapt, a respiratory epidemiologist with the Wisconsin Department of Health Services, said earlier this month that the cause of the illnesses is being investigated. Quote, the only thing we know at this point is they were vaping, but we don't know what they vaped, where they got their vaping liquids. Hop said, all this needs to get up to be determined at this point, quote. Uh, The U.S. Food and Drug Administration is also investigating reports of negative health effects caused by e-cigarettes. Earlier this month, the agency announced that it was looking into 127 cases of seizures and other neurological effects potentially linked to the product. Although we still don't have enough information to determine if these cigarettes are causing these reported incidents, we believe it's critical to keep the public updated on the information we received based on the agency's initial request for report uh, earlier this year. Dr. Ned Sharpless, the acting FDA commissioner, said in a statement, wow, um, yeah, that's not so good. Vaping is, um, you know, it's, it's, the amount, I was going to say it's relatively new, but people have been vaping for a long time. The, what we've been vaping now is probably a lot different than, you know, it's probably progressed a lot. Um, I see people vaping with these gargantuan tanks, which is the picture of this kid in this picture. Um, she's got the tank in her hand, and he's blowing out this ginormous cloud Um, And it's like, it looks like something coming out of the exhaust of a car. Like if you just covered the picture up and said, what's that? You would either say that was a cloud or an exhaust, you know, something coming out of an exhaust pipe. It's that thick and that heavy. Um, Imagine if there are a lot of uh, non-organic chemicals in there, you know, Um, which since they're not regulated by the FDA or anybody really, um, people can put in there whatever they want. We get a lot of reports of, you know, we hear a lot from people that get sick um, at the health center from, from vaping or they just don't like it. They don't like the taste. They can taste the chemicals. I'm not a fan. I can usually taste chemicals. Um, and even when it's a non-chemical one, it hurts my throat and I don't, I don't really get that great of an effect from it. Uh, it might be fun, but it's not really anything that for me uh, has worked very well. But you really should know what you're vaping. You really should know what um, what you're putting into your body, especially if it's going straight into your lungs. I mean, that's that's huge. And these cases are really scary and they're really dangerous. I, you know, besides <clears throat> the fact from, you know, some of these that are just blowing up in your hands. I mean, geez, uh, now we've got a whole a whole other issue. But I was I've always been a little hesitant about the vape thing myself. It just hasn't ever been my favorite thing. Personally, I like my bong. Yep. 
green means a little bit slowly. Uh, but you should always know what's going in your body, regardless of whether you're smoking it, vaping it, eating it, putting it on, you know, putting the lotion on. Um, I was just going to go back to a animal thing. And then it puts the lotion on the body. Can't help it. It's Halloween. <laughs> it's Halloween. Animals coming. Oh, and so is Mike Myers. Oh, I wish I had the things on right now. That's so freaky. You turn around and Mike Myers standing right behind you. Woo! All right. You know what else is freaky fun? Boop. I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchies next Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda, pop cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Deville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs would be like, ah, oh, they got volcano I'm gonna smoke some weed Only got $20 in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop This is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interests I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't Being a hypocrite, you used to smoke weed. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm the one looking for a pot shop. This is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs. It's time to pull. 
It's Noah's Ark. It's Noah's Ark's boat. No, Noah's the Ark. It's the Ark. There you go. It's and then the uh, it says, uh, just like some small letters, travel. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, that totally awesome. could be down with those Bible stories Traveling. when they're doing it like that. You oh know? my God! Uh, I love that traveler. <laughs> Can we have like the animals? Um, loaded up on the ramp with the little person, animal lover. Uh-huh. You know? Animal lover. Oh, I yeah, love it's, it. it's just really cool. They did uh, a good job. And then a couple ones with some bicycles, and then, of course, this elephant one. Yeah. Traveler. <laughs> traveler. It's really good. Uh, speaking of traveling. Traveling. Wow. Leading right into our next story Flying with Legal Weed. Does they care about marijuana? So good. I love to hear this story. Mm. Do they care? Let's hear. Uh, well, not unless it's like 50 pounds of right, marijuana. exactly. If and, it's your and, vape pen. And then and, yeah. Well, we just talked about vape pens and uh, people dying. Right, right. We well, you got to know where you're getting your vape from. I mean, yeah. This is right back down to the, yeah. if it looks like a shady place. If and you it just doesn't got it taste for, good, if it makes your, your throat, throat yeah. itch or cough or, yeah, it's just... Don't. Ever since Truth. states began legalizing marijuana for medical and recreational use, there has been the question of whether it can cause a person any trouble to try and smuggle legal weed on a plane. Well, I wonder what they consider legal weed. Uh, there have been countless reports published on this subject over the past few years, most of which seem to indicate that it is a relatively riskless feat to challenge airport security to sniff out a bag of dope, at least in legal jurisdictions. Yeah, because a lot of people just smell like weed. I mean, they just, you know, they just do. <laughs> yeah. You know that? Yeah, they just do. Regardless, most folks in possession of marijuana still get pretty nervous during the pre-flight screening process. But is there really any cause for concern? Well, that is pretty very No, I haven't. In Massachusetts, for example, it is now perfectly legal for adults 21 and over to be in possession of up to an ounce of marijuana. In Massachusetts, a recent report from the Boston Globe indicates that there are no rules at Logan International Airport prohibiting people from bringing weed onto airport property. But since marijuana is still illegal in the eyes of the federal government, the Transport Security Administration, TSA, a federal agency, cannot allow anyone to bring weed aboard a plane. Instead, anyone caught with pot is simply referred to the state police still as long as the passenger is at least 21 and the amount they are holding does not exceed the possession limit. <clears throat> the cost 
have to let them go. What's more, they cannot seize the weed or paraphernalia. I love it. Massachusetts. Look hmm. at that. So now the matter is back in TSA's court. But the agency still has absolutely no interest in cracking down on people for pot. Quote, we would not retain drugs in the same way we, uh, we wouldn't retain fraudulent IDs or credit cards. We would kick those over to law enforcement, Mike McCarthy, a spokesperson for the TSA, told The Globe. Our agents do administrative searches, not criminal searches. Wow. Uh, quote, our officers are looking for any item that could cause catastrophic harm to the aircraft, he continued. But as part of their duties, if they detect anything that they believe to be illegal, they will refer the passenger and the baggage over to local law enforcement. And it's up to local law how to respond. I really like that. But their job is to detect anything that could cause catastrophic harm. Like that. So they're really just looking for bombs, you know, AKs, cuckoos, you know, people like that. So if law enforcement in a legal state cannot do anything about marijuana found in an airport and TSA agents are unwilling to deal with it, then is the passenger simply free to board a plane with marijuana after the heat dies down? Probably not. TSA agents would certainly prevent that person from traveling until they ditch the weed. Come on, you guys. They're not that dumb. A couple of years ago, amnesty boxes began to appear in Colorado airports uh, in an effort to give travelers a chance to dispose of marijuana before entering the security gates. Interestingly, a month after the system was implemented, all the boxes remained unused, completely empty. Apparently, people would rather risk a slap on the wrist than uh, not travel with marijuana. Either that or they're simply leaving it at home. And you know what I heard people say was people were actually putting their prescription pills in those boxes instead, <laughs> which is so here's the rub. As long as the traveler is flying out of a legal state, the worst case scenario is that dealing with police and TSA over the matter could cause them to miss their flight. If the weed happens to be discovered in an area of prohibition, however, that person could be arrested and or Find. There you go. Yeah. So there's a lowdown in flying weed. Oh, man. Pretty soon, though, you know, our country, our planet, pretty soon it's just going to be our planet. Um, it's just going it, to... It, it's not going to be a problem. It's not, yeah, it's not going to be an issue. You know, pretty soon we'll just have a radio show about all the fun things we're doing when we get high and all the science that's happening and everything we're discovering and all the mellow peaceful people we have. Um, yeah, so, anywho, back to Cannabis 101. Oh, um, we've got a surprise guest at the front door. Uh, just, uh, don't open it yet. Just sneak out. Do a sneak out. So, you know, we're sneaking out. To... <laughs> we're going to try and just take a call again real quick here. Um, anyway, sorry about that, folks. That was super sneaky. Okay. Okay, here's a good thing. And this is something that's close to my heart. I love this. Uh, Seattle Dispensary launches a cannabis packaging recycle program to fight waste. Right on. Um, Seattle Dispensary is recycling their, um, they're launching a recycling program. Isn't that awesome? This is, I love this. 
we're going to get recycling into uh, I was thinking about that with our jars and stuff. Mm-hmm. We had some sort of recycling program, but I wouldn't know how you would go about doing that. Um, but Seattle's going to launch one, so let's hear about it. In the hope that consumers will stop throwing out bulky but potentially recyclable cannabis product packaging, one West Seattle marijuana store has announced an incentive program to get customers to give them their trash. High five. Canada West Seattle owner Mariam Minitegi has instituted a program for clients who wish to bring in their marijuana packaging trash. It's a deal, especially since she doesn't even care if the trash comes from her store. That's awesome. Quote, we don't think this is something only we should do, but we are really hoping to start the conversation. Quote, uh, uh, Mariam told a local publication, we are really hoping to create a better connection between the cannabis industry and the environment in general. Washington State's problem with cannabis packaging uh, pollution was documented by the Washington Post in August when the paper published an article that addressed the dube tubes and mylar bags. Oh. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mylar bags, that's that's a hard one, but the dube tubes especially. For yeah. for those who don't know what a dube tube is, it's where you put your joint. Uh-huh. It's a joint holder. Um they're plastic and Yeah. You know, the um some nice cigarillos, some nice cigarros come with oh, glass dube, ones. Yeah. Glass. Well we've so, seen a couple yeah. dube tubes made of glass and cork. Yeah. Yes, glass and cork are nice. Mm-hmm. Those are fancy. You, it would be nice an option to be able to say, I, I'd pay an extra five bucks so that I could get a discount every time I brought in my mm. recyclable glass yeah. container, that my glass nice. tube tube, you know. Um, quote, the historical canvas community is environmentalist, but green rushers aren't necessarily the President of the Cannabis Alliance, Danielle uh, Roselon, uh, told the publication at the time, many think that cannabis regulators have gone overboard with packaging regulations in the interest um, of protecting kids who may be otherwise exposed to the products. And excuse the dinosaur in the background chewing on his bone. <laughs> oh, guys got to get what a guy's got to get. Come on over here. Get in there, buddy. Get in there. Um, <clears throat> well, I don't think it's overboard, especially when our environment is in the shape that it's in. You know, no, we geez. definitely need to look into some You got polar bears options. searching, you know, high school lockers for food. Come on, man. In April, parent and cannabis. That's no Facebook. <laughs> He's like, wait, where'd you guys go? <laughs> You're a little loud, buddy. <laughs> in April, parent and cannabis user Danielle Simone Brand wrote an op-ed for High Times that focused on diffusing the myth that safe kids means environmentally unsafe cannabis packaging. In it, she advocated for parents uh, taking responsibility for teaching kids about which substances they should stay away from and not relying on governmental guidelines to do the work for them. That's true. Um, I didn't really get that talk. You know, I was, say, born in the 70s. (laughs) And um, our parents didn't, you know, we learned, we got that crap at school. You know, mm-hmm. what was bad and what wasn't, and sex ed, and this and that. And you're listening to a whole lot of chit chat at home, you know. These right. Kids would be seen and not heard sometimes, you know, that whole thing. That whole, thing, that whole yeah. genre. Right. Yeah, and governmental guidelines, <laughs> that's what you want to call them. Treat them like capable and intelligent people, wrote Simone Brand. No packaging solution can ever take place of that. Seriously, and be transparent and literally have a transparent package so that you can see what's in it, you know. Um, I've been hearing bad stories about mold and packaging when they're, mm. or it's either moldy 
or it's so dry it just poops yeah. when they stick it in their grinder. And then mm-hmm. they open up their grinder and it looks like all heat because it's just poopy. Um, she's not the only one who care who does not see the excess of plastic as our best option for marijuana goods. In Canada, critics have been vocal about their dissatisfaction over such unnecessary waste. In the face of such concerns, the British Columbia government recently announced a policy shift that will make it possible for cannabis stores to sell their wares in reusable packaging. Sound effects are pressure. Yep. In California, Canacraft has taken seriously the challenge to become more environmentally friendly. The company now seals its vape uh, cartridges before sale, a change that company representatives say saves a stack of child-resistant tubes that would stand 30 times taller than Mount Everest. Yeah. Such individual actions do add up, but until regulations shift to take our stability-challenged ecosystems into account, in West Seattle, consumers now have an option to take the guesswork out of which cannabis packaging can be recycled. At Canna Culture Shop, news cameras captured a man who had brought in CBD drink bottles, half of which he said had, he had purchased in another dispensary. Uh, Miriam says that he's far from the only cannabis consumer who is taking advantage of the collection drop-off. The response to the program has been fantastic. We have, been, uh, we have only been doing this for a few days now, and I've and already we've captured a lot of recyclable materials and a lot of attention. I think we've collected enough recyclables to fill a small closet. That's awesome. That's really awesome. That's really, really important. And that's one of the things that we do really need to take um, into consideration because just a little, um, I don't know how most dispensaries are handing out their bud, their dry herbs. How are they? When you go and get an eighth of um, or a half ounce, you get something. to smell the jar, and they actually okay. take it out of that jar and they put it in a little um, Ziploc bag. Oh, so it's doing not Ziploc. you well the you know the little the mylar pouches. Mylar pouches. Just, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, and you and if they're doing, you're doing it, a pre-roll. Where you go, they do it in front of you. Yep. They get to watch. They put in the jar where I just smelled from and looked at and. Really. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Mm-hmm. That's a key feature. Yeah, because I've heard some bad things about the yeah. the ones that are just you go and it's they let you smell the jar, but then they yeah. whip something out from underneath the yeah. counter and say, "Here you there. go." I know that. Uh, um, that's uh, and they're charging the ones; those ones are charging high in prices. Really, so that place that I went to that did that. Really, the other place I really like them. Um, I just. I get to smell everything that that I'm bringing home that day. Yes. Yes. And some of the really good places will, do they let you like pick it out yourself? I've heard of people being able to like take the tongs and. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Pick the nugs they want. Wouldn't that be nice? That'd be neat. That's cool. Yeah. That's a nice feature. Yeah. Um, Hmm. Things to think about. Yeah. For sure. For future. For sure. So here's another article. Big cannabis is creating big waste. And it needs to stop. Let's yeah. just read another one. I just feel like it's important. Okay. You know, here we go. Have you noticed how much plastic the cannabis industry has created? And they've show they're showing a landfill of plastic, and it's just horrible. Plastic is in everything. Our clothing, cars, it's even in the food chain. We rely on plastic to help shape the planet we call home. 
but you're living in a fantasy world if you don't know that plastic is also a major cause of our planet's immense pollution fandango. This is true. It might then be the world's biggest coincidence that marijuana is just now experiencing widespread legalization because the plant and plastic, so vastly different, are cosmetically intertwined. Well, why don't we just use hemp plastic to put our hemp and cannabis products in? High five. It'll right, so we have to solve everything yeah. for you guys? Ah, I know. Un- and unfortunately, the cannabis industry is contributing to the plastic problem. The amount of single-use plastics utilized in cannabis is appalling. From plastic eighth jars to the opaque plastic carryout bags, and it's all going in the landfills and the ocean. Oh, but the uh, nascent marijuana industry is a unique position because it also has the potential to become part of the solution. Yay. The majority of the people who use THC might consider themselves to be pro-planet. You know, the reduced, recycle, reuse type hippies, folks who uh, care about the world they live in. Yet, with the legalization of cannabis, dispensaries have popped up by the dozens, adding pounds of plastic to the colossal size pollution issues that's already mid-dumpster fire. And that was a big pile we showed. You don't want that, you know. There's That's a whole lot of waste. And now with China and other countries refusing our recycling. Right. Um, yikes. Maybe they should make dishwasher-safe products, and we can re- use those at least enough until they... But I think that requires or, more plastic. Or like we do our hemp um, compostable mm-hmm. containers. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then I also heard that there was a worm out there that starts to, that eats plastic. Oh, we have plastic? Plastic worms? Yeah. Wow. Who knew? I think they they were created to take care of the problem. Okay. Sound starting to sound like alien. Uh-huh. And, well, it's all because plastic is cheap. For the multiple, a multitude of cannabis startups struggling to acquire funding using plastic as the answer to packaging, shipping, and production costs. Vape pens, cartridges, product packaging, CBD oil containers, joint tubes, bongs, labeling, stickers, envelopes, shipping packages, edible wrappers, bubble wrap, boxes. Sure, just a few of the ways plastic, uh, plastic is used uh, in the cannabis industry. It's ridiculous how much we get, how much plastic we get. It is crazy. Digging deeper, the plastics are made from fossil fuels. They're petroleum-based. Oh, plastic's yep. best feature, its durability, is a major detriment to the health of our planet. It's so incredibly sturdy that most plastics take 600 years or more to biodegrade. To put that into perspective, the plastic of today will still exist in our children's, 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 children's lifetimes and even longer than that. I feel like we need volcanoes to put all this stuff in. Plastic volcano. Tim. I mean, is it going to totally... Here we go. There's an uninhabited island in the South Pacific. <laughs> Sorry, sister. Three guys walk into a bar. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Except it has 38 million pieces of plastic waste on it. It's probably not on the top of your list of dream vacation destinations. It won't be on your great, great, great grandkids either. But, and if the cannabis industry doesn't shift the way it uses plastics, the world we leave behind for future generations is going to be trashed. Thankfully, a recent interest in bioplastics made from corn, cellulose, and palm fruit is on the rise. It has to be. We're facing a massive pollution crisis that's only getting worse. Among the renewable plant materials being explored and used to make plastics is, you guessed it, hemp. 
So why then is the cannabis industry, particularly manufacturers, but also the entire supply chain using so much plastic when it can literally be packaged with, shipped in, and smoked out of them? Well, for money. For scope, let's take a look at some scary numbers. If you're looking for a Halloween costume, consider one of the following statistics. <laughs> we could be statistics for all. We could be cannabis statistics for Halloween this year. <laughs> let's do it. That's hilarious. That's great. In 2015, a study conducted at University of California, Santa Barbara, stated that 8 million metric tons of plastic find its way into the ocean annually and ends up killing as many as 1.5 million sea creatures. Furthermore, 91% of plastic is not recycled. In July of 2017, The Stranger reported that hundreds of thousands of pounds of compostable waste from the marijuana industry, including used soil and plant materials, was dumped into landfills, and that doesn't even include the plastic. So why are pot lovers being complicit in using nature to kill nature? Most likely it's just flip their minds. Our culture isn't exactly environmentally conscious. In fact, some cannabis farmers don't even know what the the materials they're using um, oh, some farmers don't even know that the materials they're using are compostable or recyclable. Using plastic for everything has become so normalized um, that we don't think about, don't think twice about seeing it everywhere. But the fact that cannabis industry uses it in abundance is ironic as hell, according to Nona Vernado, a small business owner, consultant in California who works with dispensary. She not only helps them navigate the new complex regulations, but she aids with business business development, too. Barnato also has a background in environmental education and policy, thanks to her nonprofit, the Bicycle Culture Institute. And it's because of her nonprofit that she was quickly able to identify the massive plastic problem plaguing the cannabis industry. Quote, it's clear the new rules were ideas uh, that lawmakers thought sounded tough and kid protective, says Barnato, but they were not well thought out. Quote, in California dispensaries, weed used to be stored in large apothecary-style glass jars that bud tenders uh, would open to allow customers to get a solid whiff of the flower inside. Now, the law requires that all marijuana must be in a child-proof containers and pre-weighted with lab testing info printed on labels. Okay. So it sounds lovely on paper. What it effectively means is that the days of glass apothecary style jars and sending product home in recycled bags or reusable glass jars are over. In its place, millions of pre-weighted plastic containers with hefty push down to open lids wrapped in plastic ceiling are being used in and piling up in our landfills. And due to the stringency of the law, most companies don't have much in the way of packaging options. Barnardo says the sheer volume of plastic waste she witnessed going through the dispensary was staggering. Jeez, I'd say billions or oh, billions. I didn't even think about it. Just in like California. That. The shop I was at pre measured one and five grams of flour, and it was very common for a single purchase to have, a, uh, to have a several of these in their order. There's no recycling or reuse except for these. Cute tamper-proof bags with, uh, we're talking about, Varnado says sarcastically. It should be noted that cannabis businesses are demanding recyclable and reusable packaging options now more than ever. And ancillary cannabis products companies are looking to provide a solution to the problem. 
Um, Creative, for example, or for instance, manufactures a pot storage box that's child-proof, recyclable, and uh, can also be repurposed. In fact, after the product inside the box is used, the nifty container can perfectly store 12 Starbursts, a deck of cards, or lighters. 12 Starbursts. I love it. They count how many Starbursts would fit One, down. Two, three. Two, how many licks does it take? There are also companies like Marijuana Packaging that don't yet create recyclable plastic products, but they are abreast of the issue and soon to be a movement and are in the process of preparing to change. We are aware of the impact plastic has on our environment, says Lisa Chen, head of marketing at Marijuana Packaging. With all the different trends in the cannabis industry, we think sustainability is an important aspect. We do sell glass in terms, <clears throat> and in terms of product, we are seeing a demand from our clients and are looking into alternatives. Overall, it's happening with the straw ban, and there is an increase in concern about the impact that different industries have on the environment. Now that an increased <clears throat> awareness of the effects of plastic in our world is at critical mass, it's up to us to make sure that we change so desperately need uh, so happens. The well-being of the environment and future generations depend on it. So the next time you're at a dispensary, it's worth it to have a polite conversation with the bud tender or manager about the importance of carrying cannabis brands that use recyclable materials and in their, in their production, shipping, and packaging, or to support companies that use bioplastics. And, of course, when you do your can of shopping, don't forget to bring a reusable cannabis, um, a reusable cannabis bag to carry home your goodies. Now, that's... Green yeah. thinking. That's awesome. Yeah, you know, there. It, this is the abundance of that. All this is happening is new. I mean, this is cray cray how huge this is and how so much. And the quantities are absolutely crazy. Yeah. They're just ridiculous. I think we lost. Well, when you think about um, how many dispensaries there are and how many people come in and buy from the dispensary every day, and then where is all that waste going? Like you said, it's not being recycled, you know. Every single day, Even every day. Know that they possibly could recycle that plastic. Yeah. Because it doesn't have anything in it, like so it's not a dirty plastic. So it could just have a label on it. Yeah. And, and yeah, and the mandated law is really difficult to get around in California, right. especially if they're saying they all have to be in those plasticky, you know. Push tight down, down containers. Tight, tight yeah. containers. Sometimes those um, pre-roll bottles are kind of hard for me to open. They are. They can be very difficult. <gasps> well, guess what? It's guess what time. time it is. It is. It's that time. Oh, I don't know if you can hear that all the way over here. We'll turn it up for you, folks. I don't know how that. Yes. So you need to learn how to turn up the uh, speaker over there. Canvas kid, it's always good to have you here. Thank you, Bessar. I refuse to let you go early. I know. I know. I, just, I couldn't. I, I, was, I, I and I wasn't going to. I knew I, that I just had to just, be here. Yeah, he just did. So thank you. <laughs> and Silver Sister, thank you for always tuning yes. in. We'll see you next week. Thank Woo! you, folks. See you soon. Uh, as always, remember be smart, be safe, and, and educate. educate. Go out and smoke some weed, and uh, we'll read the initiative next week. And then you can learn some more about what's going on. Just stay educated, people. That's yeah. seriously the most important thing. Do your due diligence. Do your due diligence. And remember, we love you. Uh-oh, we don't even have the uh, any sound effects to...
get the, out on. Oh no, it's just us. Tell them a joke. Us. Oh no, if the stoners are here, they tell us a joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Martha, Snoop, get in here. Whoop whoop, Ellen, E Dog. Mm-hmm. They call her E Dog out there. E Dog. Oh, all right, guys. Happy Wednesday, Wednesday, September fourth. Get your Christmas list ready. Yeah, because it's coming. Don't forget your dealers. <laughs> we like presents too. <laughs>